0: <clears throat> so, I'd like to um, try to give you a few um, points or few areas to look at to notice to it's uh, to, for guidance. This is uh, so we can. In the retreat time, you get a chance to really review the way your mind operates. To really review it very thoroughly. The mind creates the world. You You don't get to the end of suffering until you get to the end of the world. The world is created by the mind and it's created within this very body. This, what does that mean? You know? Well the mind creates the world means you can recognize even in sitting here in the last two or three days how much of the future has your mind created? How much of the past has your mind created? How much of yourself has your mind created? How much of other people has your mind created? How much of it was helpful? How much of it was necessary? How much of it was a source of worry, agitation, regret, hope? Expectation, disappointment, suffering. So this is not just your mind. Don't take it personally. This is what the mind does under the power, and it's driven through sankara, sankara, the activities that drive the mind. These, these are the engines. This is the the uh, wind that blows the mind. This is the electricity that runs the mind, that runs the chitta. As it runs, the chitta runs out and it creates other people. It creates the future. It creates what I should do about other people in the future. It creates... Whether I can manage things in the future, it recreates how well I did in the past, other people in the past, and it believes this completely. And in so, but then you see, you know, in this last three days, we've sat in this room, we've s- slept in our bedrooms, we've sat in a canteen. Where is the rest of it come from? <laughs> just, you see how your mind can present a, a world with no, th- no information at all. Hmm? What have you seen in the last few days? A few other people moving around? seen me, seen the Buddha, what have you heard in the last few days, me talking about candors and feelings and sensations and energies, yeah. what have you come into contact with, a little bit of food, some tea, water, yeah. where's the rest of it come from? <laughs> Where does the world arise? (laughs) And of course because this is what's happening all the time I guess for most people and we live our lives in accordance with that we think it's real. How real is it that world? Does anything really go the way you expect it? Does anything happen the way you want it to? Do other people behave the way you want them to? Your family, your friends, your parents, your children do they do are they exactly the way you want them to be? yeah? what you hope them to be not quite but I'll try a bit harder I'll make them that way (laughs) the mind tries to control the world but it creates a world Yeah, it creates its own world and it tries to make the world are created fit onto this experience this external experience mm? and then we complain and suffer because it doesn't work wouldn't it be better to not have an opinion to not have an expectation to just learn and listen and respond to what happens now, to what's happening now. Wouldn't it be just to, to try a little bit more of that, to keep things open, yeah? to stay open in the present, and instead contemplate what one's world is being, how it's being created. Is this based upon uh, worry, anxiety? Is it based upon mistrust? Is it based upon love or generosity? What's, at least what's the flavor of the sankhara? Yeah. Sankara is an activity that forms things. Sometimes they call it formations, fabrications. It's an activity that creates things. It creates a world, and the citta. It creates it with thoughts. It creates it with impressions, images, perceptions. Notice how it works. Just, just be just be open to noticing how it works. Hmm? Clearly, in this retreat, really, there's not been in some way not much to do. Your body is perfectly capable of sitting, standing, walking, lying down, eating, chewing, bathing, all these things. This is not really a a big project, is it? (laughs) And yet it's quite a lot of work. Why is it hard work? Because all the time you are meeting the push of the sankara The push of it. You feel that the push of the active activity formations creating thoughts, pushing, creating worries, pushing, creating hopes, pushing, trying to make something work, pushing, trying to get concentrated, pushing, yeah? pushing, 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 pushing yeah? Yeah and it's so instinctive that we don't really barely understand that that could slow down rest and stop and that would actually be good mostly we think what would be good is to be able to push in the right direction uh, and often, if things aren't going so well, we just say, "Well, push a bit harder, faster, get more excited, a bit more passionate, go harder, faster." Then make it get get work, work, work. This, this, you know. <laughs> so it just accelerates, doesn't it? What does it feel like, like that? What drives sankara? Why is it so driven? what would it be like to pause, pause, nothing to do, nowhere to go, nothing to think about, And you say, oh, well, I can't, I can't live like that. I can't live like, I've got, you know, I've got a business, I've got a family to support, I've got a job. No, no. look, oh, no. yeah, I know, but maybe just for five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. Um, sure, you know, that's true, but, but just for five minutes, could it just all stop? Yeah. Uh, how about one minute? <laughs> But uh, um, how do you do that? <laughs> how, do you, how do you how do you how do you do that? Just just stop. But but, but what, where do I stop? How do I stop? What do I stop? Just just stop. But 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 that that thing that's going. How do I do this? What should I do? Stop! Stop that! (laughs) Stop worrying! You can do it! Just stop! Or at least consider that. What would it take to stop? Well, this is where your body comes into it. Because Actually, the chitta can't stop unless it has a body. That's why it doesn't stop. The chitta is like a. maybe it's like a bird, like a little bird in a hurricane. So you say to the bird, stop. But where there's only a hurricane? Where do you stop in a hurricane? you know when the wind is blowing where does you, I, where do I stop so this is what the body is for. say so, here, stop here, this one here's a tree. just <laughs> yeah. this, 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 there's a tree, stop there, ah, okay, get to the tree. Oh, wind is blowing, ooh, 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 trees, oh, I can sit on the tree. This is why we need the body, it's a place, the citta, when it goes inside, it's the place it can stop, rest, just rest, look at it like that, just take a rest. You know, and if it, it, without that, it doesn't know where to stop. It only rests on its own formations. It sits on its worry. It flies on its desire. It's carried along by its fear it's always resting on its own hurricane <laughs> its own wind you know it's resting on its own sankara the chitta sankara mm. so that's what it sits on you know, and that is just going on and, on and on and on and on and on and it doesn't know where to stop because the world doesn't end that world doesn't end it doesn't matter how fast you go it doesn't matter what direction you go you can go up, down, any direction it doesn't end and and it doesn't stop suffering and it never stops creating reasons why it has to keep going just a little bit further just a little bit more Maybe this direction would be good. Maybe, oh, maybe up there would be good, down there, you know. <laughs> so it goes from place to place, from thought to thought, from one interest to another interest, from one preoccupation to another preoccupation, from one mood to another mood, to one special mind state to another mind state you know, oh this is a nice mind state, oh, and next, what comes next? Uh, isn't it like that, even, you know, when this movement of the citta, sankara is towards quite beautiful perceptions, you know? So when we have a perceptions like uh, perceptions of light, or space. We sit and meditate. Oh, this is a nice one. Yeah. You get to this one. What do I do now? Bird is still. Where do I go now? What do I do next? <laughs> yeah. Why does there have to be next? <laughs> That's because the world doesn't stop. The world of the chitta doesn't stop. Hmm? Sankara. So you place it within your body. And you let the body sankara just soothe. So you can stay here. You can stay in this. Stay with this don't try to go to the next thing don't even try to understand it make it better, worse, just stay with it let it change by itself, let it carry you let yourself be supported by this very gift of breathing in, breathing out something that is given to you happens to you and of course, you might very well say, as we all do, yeah, but I mean, I've got to make a living and I've got to, you know, earn some money and so forth. Sure, sure, of course you do. Yeah. But let's do this for like 20 minutes every day, okay? <laughs> this is not f- for the rest of your life. Just do this for 20 minutes every day because half an hour if you can, great more, do a retreat, great but the more you do it the more that the, your jitters is going to get a little more intelligent about what wind it follows what you know, what sankara. at least is beautiful it's not going to take you to Nibbāna but it's a nice one. At least it's friendly. <laughs> At least it's beautiful. At least it's generous. At least it's peaceful. Yeah. So then, this is the way we live our life, isn't it? We come back in our life to the good intention. Intention is sankara. Yeah. So an intention by itself is just saying my intention is just to live now, true peaceful kind clear not demanding yeah. that's what I I can at least try that one now where it goes I can't say yeah. I don't know how much good it's going to do anybody else. It would be nice if it did, but I can't guarantee that. Mm. Honestly, can you? You can't guarantee it, can you? But you can realize at least this is true and beautiful. And with this you don't suffer. And you don't create suffering for others. You know really how many good ideas people have that create suffering for others? Mm-hmm. You know, you have uh, like religious missionaries. I'm sure they think we're going to help save the world. Yeah. So we convert you all, whether you like it or not. (laughs) We've decided what's good for you. Yeah. So you look at the kind of particularly in Europe is a very history of two thousand years of fighting. And every one of those wars is to do with what doing good. And doing what's true and right and proper. <laughs> Some of them were wars, purely way, wars p- created to, um, for God. Yeah. for truth, for the true, true religion, you know people slaughtering each other. For good, people, you know, intimidating, oppressing others for good. It's not just religion; it's also political ideologies. You know, some of them dreadful, communism, fascism. This is to make the world pure and true and right. You know, one of the. Um, you know power of the human mind, when it gets righteous, you know what righteousness is? <laughs> you're right. You know. <laughs> and then you have to push your opinions on everybody else. This is a big thing in, in the Western world. We've always been right righteous so this means you have to take over the rest of the world (laughs) with your ideologies and beliefs and political systems and capitalism you're going to take over the rest of the world because we're right the kind of complete unquestioned arrogance of the mind (laughs) and human beings can do this to each other we don 't listen, we don 't receive, we don 't take in. we decide what 's right for you, and you, you know, western Western world's been very good at doing that good, well effective, powerful at doing that. Sankara, is that beautiful? Is that respectful? Is that lovely? Is that graceful? What does it feel like? Who wants to be right? You know? How good does it feel being right? I'm right. I'm right and you're wrong how good is that you know is that warm the heart does it make one feel peaceful happy Sankara, and yet it can sound convincing you know because we create things like we want justice freedom democracy you know improve this and the other sounds good but where's it coming from yeah. Where does it come from Sankara the mental Sankara is always very convincing very convincing it's saturated in belief so you have to meditate to think what does it feel like what does it feel like when you take it right into your heart, into your body, what does it feel like? You're feeling tight, pushy, running, hard. So we have to meditate to really get get a feeling for this. This is not beautiful. Right creates wrong. So we don't have right and wrong, we have skillful, unskillful, helpful, not helpful, appropriate, inappropriate. And uh, the Dhamma is called Kalyana, Kalyana, Kalyana. Kalyana means beautiful, beautiful in the beginning, Beautiful in the middle, beautiful in the end. It's beautiful. Uh, it's not right. <laughs> Even when they the word sammā, samaditi doesn't really mean right. It means kind of complete, beautiful. It's a little different. Yeah. And this is heart. This is where the, you, you can know sankara is here. When they're up here, You often don't feel the emotion of them, the energy of them, they come here. To come from here to here you have to use this and this to pull it down. You may think the body is just this kind of meat and bones but it's the intelligence that can breathe in and breathe out. It's the place where we become normal, normal, normal is the word meaning Dhamma, Dhamma is normal, you know? we become natural, just as natural as breathing in and breathing out and your body knows that. Huh? So when you come into that, all this spinning of the sankara, You begin to see it as it is. This is madness. (laughs) Come down. Feel it in your heart. Sometimes it's quite painful to feel just how crazy the mind is, how brutal it is, how frightened it is, how desperate it is, how critical it is criticises yourself, criticises other people, so good at saying right, wrong, right, wrong should be, should be better should be, he should be, they should be, I should be, you should be, we should be, it should be it's good but it doesn't actually present anything beautiful because this is not the place for the beautiful, the beautiful is, is here and you bring that through your body and you lead from here. Yeah. This is what where the Buddha Dharma begins with generosity. The first thing that this can do. Yeah. As I was saying at the beginning of the retreat, we bow and that we are offering ourselves body. Speech and mind. We say, "I offer." You know, that's the first thing it, c- it can do. That's you know, as it as it begins to wake up. The first thing it can do is that. You know? Second thing it can do is saying, "Oh, there's you, there's me, there's you and me. We're same. You, me." How are we going to work? How how can we live together? How can we live together? Because it's you and me and you and me. Mm. Sila is just me, you. Not just me, but me, you. It means I don't want to do something to you that I wouldn't want you to do to me. Very simple. So, with Sila comes Metta Karuna Mutita Upeka means we begin to experience a world of cooperation, cooperate, operate together because this is the way it is, isn't it? human being cannot live, you get born one person gives you birth people, doctors, midwife get you going, you know parents keep you alive (laughs) you you can't live on your own you have to work together and share things together when you get sick other people got to look after you when you get old, other people have got to help you. When you want to learn something, you've got to learn it from somebody else. When you want to learn how to be a human, you've got to f- learn it from other he- people. You can't just create it in your own head. You've got to find out what's. What, tell, let me find out what, what works for you. Yeah? How to be a proper human being takes many years. Some people never quite learn it. that's called being an adult when you learn how to be a human being you know you really see other people as important as you are (laughs) right because so we start to recognise that and it's not me it's us so this is just considered normal how many people are normal (laughs) <laughs> how much of the time are we normal hmm? so we reflect on this so this means our sankhara is that we trained it we train the citta not just to be wild but to listen before we act to wait before we act to check out is this ok with you before we act Excuse me before we act. Very simple things, aren't they? But they are coming from the, the chitta that's beginning to understand something. Come from the heart. So really be watchful over sankara. It creates, it spins the chitta. It creates a world it creates a world that doesn't end it creates a world that is never finished there's always more to do it's never completed it doesn't end because it doesn't end and it's not completed if I run a bit harder I'll get to the end of it Once you start running, the world gets even bigger. <laughs> so, if you feel you're in any kind of race, any kind of race, and sometimes it feels like that, yeah, yeah. once you're in a race, one thing to remember, you're never going to win. No one has ever won the race. No one ever wins the race, they either just collapse <laughs> or they get out <laughs> you don't win races right? even athletes they don't win the race they just get to the end and then they to go to the next one they go to the next one and the next one until they can't do it anymore they never win it looks like they win from the outside, but they don't. They don't feel like they've won. It's just, yeah, the next one. And now what next? So, if your meditation is like that, like running a race or climbing a mountain, if you're climbing a mountain, you won't get to the top of it. If your meditation is, I'm at this stage, and then the next stage, and it gets to this stage. The next stage, oh, wait a minute, one more stage, and then next, next, next. Nibbana's up there, one more stage, next, next. You don't get to the end of it that way. The mountain keeps growing. (laughs) Because it's Sankara. It's created, it's conditioned, it's. Yeah? Do you get what I'm talking about? These images. Now, the Buddha, say, saying of the Buddha, this is peaceful, this is sublime. The stopping of Sankara. the eradication of the underlying tendencies, the destruction of craving, dispassion, Nibbāna. This is peaceful, this is sublime, the stopping of Sankara. The The removal of the underlying tendencies, the destruction, of craving, dispassion, Nibbāna. So, <clears throat> you know, stopping, stilling the Sankhāra. This wind blowing on, this thing driving us upwards, driving us forwards, driving us backwards, driving us round. Driving the chitta, And in these practices, we uh, recognize this is a very powerful wind. And you just don't stop it like that. It's too powerful. You have to first of all channel it. Just ch- take it into your body, so you channel and soothe it, soothe it, soothe it, channel it through your body. Because your body, your body can't crave. What keeps the sankhara going are certain key factors. And one of them is perceptions. We have an idea. What I could, oh. yeah. We see something, we think, oh, I could. Yeah. We imagine something, oh, yeah. We sense something, oh. That perception, all the sankharas are based. They take that as their launch pad, the place they shoot from. Go that perception and the quality that arises with that is called tanha which means thirst or craving perceptions stimulate a kind of thirstiness right you see something with your eyes your eyes they don't crave anything they just that goes into the mind the mind goes, oh that's nice Mm." (laughs) have one of those looks tasty looks juicy how can it look tasty? (laughs) because your tongue doesn't see it it looks tasty how's that that's the mind the mind sees something translates it into a perception and then we imagine what it would taste like oh it looks tasty mm-hmm. just imagine you have an, an apple you know, and you place it somewhere and think, oh it looks like a nice apple that's a nice, a shiny, shiny, rich red apple. Oh, hmm. And you pick it up, plastic. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> How can you tell? Yeah. So it's like that, isn't it? But at the moment when we see it, and that perception comes in. Looks tasty, looks juicy, and you believe it. And then Tanha craving switches on, and then there's that push. And to not follow that push oh, 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 you know, takes some effort, doesn't it? Something I was saying, like the man with the car. It's not just apples, is it? (laughs) It's everything. (laughs) You know, in the car, the shape of the car, the colour. You know, thing goes 200 kilometres an hour. You know, wow, power. It's got everything. This thing. So you crave. Look at that. Uh, The perception of power, speed excellence, style, beauty, wonderful. Can't wait to get in it. You get in it, boom. (laughs) Because this is the process, the Tandaha sets up a a perception and that perception has got a sparkle. To it. It's got a sparkle, it glows like the car, say so it's glowing. And it's glowing as long as you don't get it. As long as you don't get it, it's still shiny. And because I want it. And the more I want it, the, the, gl- the shinier it gets. The more my, my desire makes it more and more beautiful. More and more desirable. And the more I desire it, the better it gets. So it's absolutely essential. This is the most beautiful thing, you know. I've got to have it. I'll kill for this. <laughs> hmm? Because it's desire, paints it with the colour of desire. Once you've got it, you can't desire it because you got it now I've got it, I can't desire it because I have it the desire, because there's no desire on it it fades out the color goes the shine goes, the sparkle goes it's just... oh well next Oh, look. <laughs> Isn't it like that? No? Clothes. See, someone has got some amazing coat or pair of shoes. Wow. You Will know? you get it? Okay. Wear it twice? Okay. Put it in the cupboard. It doesn't do it anymore. Isn't it like that? So, you know, Tanha, craving, paints, the world and so then the Sankara rushes out for it yeah. and you get something and then oh, well, next one next one and because there's always a next one we can desire we don't really wait and look at what happens with craving you have tanha craving, clinging you hold it and then you start to feel it it occupies you sits in your heart there's a lot of people who've got cars in their hearts and shoes some people have got beaches in their hearts (laughs) You've got sunsets, you've got <laughs> yacht in there <laughs> sitting in there. <laughs> the world is in there. And you can't find it out there. <laughs> this is Sankara, driven by craving. Mm. And it begins to fill us up, so we get very confused. Now stilling means you start to turn your intention towards could I just feel this very breath, this body, this movement, just something I don't crave. I've never craved a breath yet. So it's kind of like, it hasn't sparkled. But if I love it, if I admire it, if I give myself to it, it does start to become warmer, more enjoyable. This is not tanha, this is chanda. Chanda is another kind of desire, it's the desire it gives. Tanha is the desire that takes, and chanda is the desire I want to give. I want to offer something. so we offer ourselves to our bodies, to our breath take an interest I know it's not attractive but take an interest even a little bit you'll find it responds very well so we don't try to breathe we just wait with a warm heart waiting for the chitta to land in the body, waiting for it to come into the body, and feeling it gently, warmly, starting to admire and appreciate the quality of one breath, yeah, for example. This is calming the sankara, calming it, just calming it soothing it. so it's not so wild soothing it, calming it, soothing it, calming it, encouraging it, gladdening it yeah. Yeah. And then but uh, first then insight practice you begin to when the sankhara is more calm, the jitta can stand back from it. Jitta, awareness can separate from the sankara, and we can be aware of the mind, the movement, the body. Is this hmm? beginnings, endings, everything, all those forms, all those energies, all those perceptions and sensations, they all rising, passing, rising, passing. So there's nothing to get there's nothing to acquire there's nothing to accumulate because they just do this arise, pass, arise, pass there's nothing to get so there's no craving because there's nothing to get so yeah, it's already here You've already made it. You've already succeeded. The race is over. (laughs) Now we have to come, you know, the race is over. The climb is finished. Now appreciate and enjoy this arising and passing. This is dispassion. This is dispassion. This is what leads to the stopping of sankara because there's, no, there's nowhere to go. We're, it's all here. Arising and passing is everything. It's all here. It's happening now. It's here. So there's nowhere, there's no drive to go anywhere. With this stopping, with that sankhara, when the chitta really understands that and rests stopping, the world stops stop creating it so the destruction of craving, dispassion and with the stopping of the world when the world rests there's no I am is just this. So this is Mm Nibbāna and you know it sounds like it's really high or far Mm -hmm. but Nibbāna means take a break I think it's kind of really Lovely that you have the highest, highest aims is to take a break, (laughs) (laughs) pack porn, you know. (laughs) It seems very great that that you have a religion (laughs) whose whole aim is to just give us a break, (laughs) not to be good, not to go to heaven, not to meet God, just to take a break. Would you like to do that? <laughs> Just you know, have a rest. But rest, waking up. <laughs> so look at a few things. Then you begin to understand sankara. This it's not a thing, it's an energy, it's like the wind you can't see it but it's the thing that's blowing everything around sometimes it's blowing strong sometimes it's blowing quiet it's the, it's the quality that blows everything around and like the wind can sweep things into shape sweeps the leaves into shape, sweeps the sand into shape yeah. Sankara can shape things yeah and it shapes things and they are very believable it shapes the world, it shapes me it shapes you, it shapes the future it shapes the past it blows things into shape it it seems real and we get excited about it, we get disappointed by it and then the wind blows and it's gone where did it go? Because you know? it's just created. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye, watch for, keep attentive to what what the wind is blowing, what it shapes up, and how fast it's blowing, and it's blowing ugly things, frightened things, hostile things, things that you get desperate about. This is the wrong road to travel. It's not you can never get to the end of that road. You just stop going that way. Keep it watchful to Sankaras. They will they can kill you. They really kill people. People jump off bridges because of Sankaras really they do no other reason it takes them to the end of their they become to- broken up and despairing because of those winds. be watchful of those in your daily life at least support the gentle breeze that you can trust it will take you somewhere beautiful Mm. you'll know it in yourself it may not look beautiful to the outside world but you'll feel beauty in that Mm. be watchful of perceptions perceptions that arise through the eye through the ear through the tongue through the nose particularly through the imagination what we imagine be careful with those be watchful of those those are the ones that stimulate craving uh, craving to have or even a craving to get rid of yeah. be watchful of those be watchful of craving itself the thing that paints the world paints it in such beautiful colours be watchful of that how you know how thick is a coat of paint (laughs) how real is it you paint it's just cosmetics you know be watchful of that and remember you know you can do this the Buddha wouldn't have taught it if we couldn't do it there would be no point the Buddha was not a fool he wouldn't waste his time spending all of his life telling people something they couldn't do (laughs) but because you can do it he teaches it but because we forget we have to keep teaching it and keep remembering it you can do it but you forget you forget you can do it you think you can't do it you think it's somewhere else you think it's very difficult you think special people can do it you can do it (laughs) otherwise you wouldn't be here and you can do it a little bit you can check it you can do it a bit you're just pausing checking be aware you can do that And this is um, a very practical way for your peace and happiness. So please take note, remember any of this that seems useful, and let's continue with our practice this morning.